All right. Continuing with the Arba game. Vihine. Eila Arba Dvarim. Arba Madregus El Yonos. Chilak Hashem Yisborach Lenum Tsoyim. In other words, Hashem gave over these, uh, obviously, you know, what parallel, what the upper worlds and lower worlds are parallel. And there are, as we discussed, there is the level of Chokhmah, which is Adam, represented by Adam, and the level of Chesed, represented by the Ari, and the level of Dinner Gvur, represented by the Shore. And the Malchus, represented by the Nesher, all those Madregas were given over down here into this world. Ki ein ru'i l'shum b'riya sh'yelo yoser mi madrega achas. In other words, different animals or different creatures represent a certain mida. The Nagana represent multiple midas. Because then it'll be Confusing. What what is this thing displaying over here? Is it this or is it that? Yeah. Um, this is what the Der Hashem talks about. That the everything down here is really rooted in the Kochos and Nevdalim up there. Those are the spiritual powers that run our world. That's what we're talking about over here. The Adam Mezgoyal Kulam Ki Adam Geuso Shehu Sichli, the Gavazos al Shar Hamailus, the Huyis Borach Mizgoy al Hakol. So, again, so Adam is above everyone, which is um, just like obviously down here lions and bulls and even eagles are really impressive, but they're all in the physical world. Man is in the abstract world, man can think and be imaginative and ingenuitive and create things so too up in the higher realms and this is an important thing for us to keep track of keep in mind comes up all the time is you have what's called the Zayn Tachtonos the seven lower Midos with which Hashem operates the world that starts from Chesed goes down to Malchus and then there is the Gar Gimel Rishonos, the three uh, first kind of attributes, but you can't really call them attributes because they're not an attribute is how I conduct myself. These are Chochmah, um, Bina, and Das. That's the thought that goes into those actions, so to speak. So that's obviously coming from a whole different level. In, the, in fact, in this world, world, we don't really have a physical uh, manifestation for it. Uh, we don't have a direction for those three. We just have the six, six directions, and then the point itself is seven. We don't have something representing the upper three. Um, we don't have. We only have seven days of the week. We don't have ten days of the week, etc. So the point is, this is like a whole new level. Yeah, this is a whole new mila of the Gimel Rishonos. And then, on top of all of that, is the Rotson Elion, is the will of Hashem, which transcends all of that. What's it called? 
What? Yeah. The Zehu, Ki Googa. So that's what we're saying, Ki Googa. Varosa Bezet. Shein Dover Yotzemin Hashem Yisborach. Don't think that these wonderful, awesome uh, things that were revealed, that were given over to the Tachtonim, whether it be power or wisdom or, or anything, that these things, or anything great in this world, uh, leaves the dominion, the control of Hashem, because like we said, it's all ultimately being powered by the Ratzon of Hashem. The only reason why anything has any existence is because Hashem gives it existence. And therefore, the only reason why anything has any power or any ability is because Hashem gives it and He gives it to it every moment and every moment. And therefore, even these, the proud ones, Hashem is proud over them. And even though we do see, we look and we see that there are creatures which are kings. The lion is the king of the jungle, right? And the ox is the king of the of the of the animals. And the eagle is the king of the skies, right? Uh, and man is the king over this world down here. Uh, so they have upliftedness in a certain facet therefore Hashem threw the horse and the rider in the sea Amar Sus Okay, so we are a little bit removed from this concept because we don't really uh, live in a world where people do or don't ride on horses. But if you think about a world where everyone's walking by foot, and maybe some people, the wealthy ones, are riding a donkey, and all of a sudden, you know, you're riding a stallion, right? You're like head and shoulder above everybody else, and this beautiful animal. It's a uh, there's a reason why people would used to spend fortunes on. Uh, on horses, right? And uh, cars are not even so comparable because a car, you're like inside the car. People can't really see necessarily. Here you're, you're like riding through, like amongst the people. Like you know, people are walking by foot and you're just kind of like, you know, you ever saw the, uh, you know, like the riot police like on their horses? They go through it. You just push. You just push. Yeah, you you completely trust that. Like all these people are walking by foot, and you're just like 
ride right through there. You just like push everybody parts away. The whole horse walking by is a powerful, gorgeous, tall animal. Yeah, so it is a uh, uh, again a city boys we're not, we're not used to seeing these sights, but it, but it's a sight. I just assume they stopped breeding them. In America. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't know if she was wrong. <laughs> she was a little crazy. <laughs> well, it was a good, it was a, it was, it was, it was good advice either way. Okay, tell us. So that's why, because I'll say that someone who rides on the king on a horse is a king. It's me. Anyone, a person riding on a horse is a king. Now we don't mean he's a king like he's the king of the whole country, but he has an aspect of kingship. You ride a horse, you have an aspect of kingship. A Lamborghini, you're not taller than anyone else. You're not taller than anyone else, and you're not pushing through crowds of people, right? Like if you could ride your Lamborghini through, like on the sidewalk in Manhattan. You can't push, push it through people, right? Then uh, it, it's kind of like a combination of a motorcycle, which you could ride on the sidewalks, plus like a massive SUV truck. So, okay, it's a, it's a lot of different things. So the point is that this is the symbol of human um, upliftedness. This is the vision of with Alexander of Macedon. This is, is literally part of this. By far and away. Yeah. And that's why by Purim and the Megillah, Dabka, Exactly, the source of the Melech, exactly. The source of the Melech is a, is a Bechin of the Melech, exactly. Very the good. The concept is that the Nodar is a Sus. It's not that powerful of an animal, though. It's arrogant. It's arrogant. Because of its beauty, because of its, you know, height, because of its hair. Which other animal, think is, which other animal has this gorgeous mane? The only other one that I can think of is a lion, which obviously, very appropriately, is a melech. Are there other animals that have a mane? Oh, come on. You're going to call that a mane? A donkey knows it has no right to be arrogant. To what? It has no right to be arrogant. But besides that, it's not a mane, it's a scruffle. A mane, like, you know, like where you brush. Like, back of the animal's head. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So that Hashem threw down, that rep- that's a symbol of throwing down the arrog- you know, the greatest arrogance of of man, throwing that down. The word itself is a very unique word. Right? Which one? Sus. 
there should be some depth in that word. Yeah, the fact that it reads the, the fact that it's a uh, palindrome. And what other word looks like that? I mean, it, like it has a very unique comment. Yeah, I hear. I hear. Good. I'm sure there's something to that. Varemes al sar shel mitzrayim. The hint of throwing down the rider of the horse is the angel of Egypt. Nikurochvo. Like uh, like the Navi says, um, So that's about, about Egypt. That their seed is like the seed of horses. Their horses are very uh, what's the word? Like sensuous animals. They're very into that. Okay. Um, so the rider on top of that is, is the angel that rules over Egypt. And by the way, he's called Bahor. His name is uh, the firstborn. He's uh, the proud one. Okay. Valav um, Nishavim. Sorry. So they are considered a horse for that angel. Hashem threw him down and diminished the angel of Egypt. That Hashem uh, threw them into the sea. Kevin Shara Yisrael, Sarah Shal Mitzrayim, Nofel, Shilu, Nosnim Shira. Once we saw the angel of Egypt thrown into the sea, then we began to sing song. Seemingly, the Chazal being darshing over here, the singular Susvarachvar Ramavayam. The Hashem threw the horse and its rider, the single rider, into the sea, and that. So we're seeing that that is the that's the angel of Egypt. So. Ramavayam, Rama, uh, usually you would use a language of to throw down, right? To, 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 or through Zarak, maybe, right? Or whatever. Uh, or cause them to fall, the fall. But here's Ramai's lifted up. So it's as if Hashem lifted him up and, and then threw him in. He lifted him up into the sea. So for me, that word, that's how we the word Rama. I'm not sure. I thought that the that was from a singular writer, but he's now adding a point that Hashem elevated him and then threw him in. And I think it is very, you know, the proud ones fall, like we see with Haman, right? How did Haman fall? 
elevated. He was elevated to the highest level, and then fell from there. Both. Yeah, it was the highest he ever went in his life, probably. Yep. Viyulu hamitzim heim atzmam hayu noflim viyordim liyam v'lo nikra ze rama. Aha. So yeah. So he is like Dan would just proposed. He is actually learning that the Egyptians were just falling in. Whereas aval rama mora shehigbia also bekochov. First, Hashem elevated the angel of. Egypt high up, Vramo Sobayam, and then afterwards threw him down to the sea. Vizanemar al Sar Shal Misraim, Valav Nemar Kig Oga, Sus Vrachho, Shehasar Hu, Misnase Aleim, because their angel was uplifted over them, Vahuyas Borach, Hayam Misnase, Vigoy Alehem, and Hashem was above that and, and, uh, and threw him down. Down their angel? Yeah. Okay. Next part of the song. Azivazimra's ka. My strength and the song of Hashem. Mamachilta. Ain Azi Ella Torah. The strength of the Jewish people is the Torah. Shanamar Hashem Ozlam Oyitain. Hashem gives will give strength to his people. Davrahir Aina Ain Oz or Ain Ozi Ella Malchus. Shanamar Hashem Beozha Yismach Malach. Hashem, in your strength, the king will rejoice. Because the king of the Jewish people, obviously, uh, gets the strength of Hashem. Davaracher, Ein Azi Ela Tokif. It is strength. Shanemar Hashem Azi U Azi. Strength, uh, uh, intensity, power. Uh, yeah, because yeah, like like no no talk for coin, yeah, talk for coin. Um, no, that, no, I think maybe that's a different word, but. Uh, um, but token talk talk token is to grab because that's uh, has to do with strength. Davracher Ozer Umesameh Atalakol Boy Olam. You help and you support all the people in the world. 
Avali biyoser, but me, you have the most. Then it should be that they should be lighting. The fact that he is lighting, what? Yes, yes. Whoa. Alkal. Okay, so we have a bunch of different explanations of the word Aziv is Yom Azkar. What? There he doesn't have a proof. He's just saying that Ozi is like Ozer. Is that the, the word is like that? <laughs> Say again. Well, that la- is, he has no proof that this is the brother of Rav Pesukim. Here he's saying it's like Ozer Vesumasameach. Right? I'm just wondering, is that because the word Ozer is like the word Ozi? That's how he's making that parallel? He's saying with, with the ra- adding like a Reish over there? Yeah. I thought you just meant you, you give strength. I wasn't I wasn't sure if that the the Ein Zion root was getting a rash, or if just conceptually you give strength and you, you, you help you help and and support. Let's see. So, what's the connection of, what's the connection of, again, the word O's means strength, usually, right? So, the first interpretation, that it means Torah, Hashem O's la moyitain, and that means Torah. How does it mean Torah? So, he's saying it means Torah because something sikhli, something uh, transcendent, something abstract, is not given to being impacted, to being, uh, you, you could rage all you want. I mean, we're seeing it today with the, with the woke world, right? It's like, uh, they, they can say all they want that a man is, not, is a woman, a woman is a man, and whatever you want, but, uh, but, but it's gonna be very, very resilient. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll manage to to you know outlaw all uh, fuel combustion cars and whatever else before they manage to convince uh, and even they manage to convince everyone. It's still not going to change the fact that a man is a man and a woman is a woman, right? So there's things that are just Mutable. Right? You can't mute it. You could, you could outlaw it, but, it, but it's still going to be. It's going to be saying itself, right? One plus one equals two. Even, no matter how much uh, Stalin uh, might might uh, might outlaw that and whatever, but it still is. So that's that is a that's an O's. That's a, someone who lives in an abstract world, in a world of truth. The world where there are definitions which defy any pressure or any uh, influence. So that is a oath that Hashem gave to the Jewish people by giving us the Torah. We know Shabbos day of rest. What about this? What about uh, your, your employment? What about your your business? What about uh, uh, how it's going to look? It doesn't make a difference. It's Shabbos day of rest. End of the story. Yeah, so that's that's a strength that the Jewish people have from the Torah. who halash, shehum is spoiled. Something is physical. You push it this way, it rolls that way. You you drag it this way, it goes it goes there. 
אבל החוזק הוא לשכלי שאינו מספויל ולקח התורה תקרא עוז to owes Yisrael that this is the strength of the Jewish people. Davar Acher Ein owes Ela Malchus Ki Yish Yisrael owes Misalkoach Malchus Yish La Malchus Shal Yisrael Beprat Kochaluki Okay, so king, a king is not just a um, physical ruler who um, marshals the national resources. That's what uh, out there in the world. That's what that's what people think, right? The king he just decides where to direct the national resources. Now the truth is, even by them it would be a grave mistake to say such a thing because think to yourself, depending on the leader is how much motivation the people are going to have. And therefore, it really determines the amount of national resources because the greatest resources of the nation are its people. Right? So the level to which the people feel led, feel inspired, whatever it is, is the level to which there are national resources. In other words, the, the king's job is to be the heart of the nation, to tap into those resources, to bring out those resources. Now, how much more so by Klauser, where the Melech really is a connection of Klauser to the heavenly kingship, to the bringing the Shoshashchina into the nation into Klauso. So that's a, that's a whole different madriga of strength that we that we, that we gain from our Melech. Olakach, Hayunim Nimshachim Bishemin HaKodesh. That's why a Jewish king is anointed with the same oil that you anoint the implements in the in in the in the Mishkan. Because this is a divine strength that the king has. So this is strength. Because strength fundamentally king represents strength by even by the Goyim. And how much more so over here? They were talking about accessing tapping into divine strength. Davracher Ein oz ela tokiv Yisrael bats mam So we have we have a strength of our own. Yeshlahem Chozik v'tokiv Mitzad kiheim Uma shleima Kedosha so there's and this is the uh, point that you know, there's um, the unification of the Jewish people itself is a very mighty thing we felt a little bit of that in the beginning of this war 
I'm a bit worried that maybe it's not the level of unification is not where it used to be. There's a little bit of infighting starting, um, but certainly uh, that that's a tremendous strength. And then the king, besides helping to unify the Jewish people down here, he also acts as a conduit upstairs. So as we're saying, there's two different things. There's the strength of the unity of the Jewish people themselves down here. Um, and there is the connection that the king establishes for them upstairs. Sorry. So yeah. So the third one is the Hashem acts as a support. Third one, we, should, we did, we just did that one. Talk if we just did. Yeah. Okay. So, so mechatali v'chulei klima sheyesh chosik liyisrael. Mitzad Hashem Yisborach Shehu Choskam V'Takfam Hashem Himself is our strength not what we get from Him not what we the, 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 the unity not the not even the Torah but Hashem Himself V'yesh Ladas Ki Ba'odom so person has seichel, nefesh, guf, as we've discussed many times. So the, you can have a strengthening to your seichel, you can have a strengthening to your nefesh, and you can have a strengthening to your goof. V'kalsrael, shem domim li'ishachad, prati kemo, she's barakam pamim, ha-Torah neged ha-seichel. So the Torah illuminates our mind. Ke-Torah hi seichel klal Yisrael. This is like the sum total of the Jewish people's beliefs and thoughts. V'amalchus, because the king is like the the lifeblood, the heart of the people. He is the one that inspires them, etc. The it animates and guides the various limbs of the body. And then the nation themselves is the body, that's the limbs themselves. So the strength of the Jewish people are all three of these Seichel, Nefesh, Guf Seichel is the Torah, Nefesh is the Melech and Guf 
is the tokif of the Jewish people themselves. Kemoshe ba'adam, kolachet ve'achet, knows the mitzius, mitzius of a kiyumo, ve'even ze'hetev. You should understand this very well. I mean, try to try to try to work on this for a little bit. So first of all, we're saying that there's there's a man, and of course, just like each one of us has an internal strength to whatever extent, plus Hashem gives us Yat Tishmaya above us. Right? Hashem self strengthens us. So there is Hashem self above me. Then there is my Seichel to whatever extent I am a you know, Lahavdil, but, you know, uh, Nathan Sharansky, right? He, the, the Refusnik, right? Or more, maybe much more apropos to this would be Mandelevich, right? That uh, instead of uh, the, the Russian gulags breaking him, he broke them, right? He was such a... He didn't break them with a physical strength. He didn't kick down the door to his isolation cell. He just spent three weeks in isolation cell and refused to work on Shabbos. Right? And, that, and that's what broke them. So that's the Seichel part. That's the Torah. And then we have a... Uh, we have the national... the. Unity which comes through the king, that's the inspiration. And then there's the physical strength. Those are the three, so on a national level, we spoke that out, and the Wesham above is four. Okay, so that's that's the four. Now is there any relation to Ajashir We're saying Azivazimras yeah. Saying, Hashem is my strength. No, I know. So what does it mean, Hashem is my strength? No, no, I'm asking, is there any connection to the word Az? Az Yashu. Oh, oh, Az to to Oz. Is is there a connection? Um, yes, I think there is a connection. I have a note on it in uh, one of the one one of the early on Mayanos and Berber we go, I go through a number of examples where when the letter Aleph is switched out with the letter Ayin, it goes from abstract to concrete. Aleph is abstract and Ayin is concrete. It's the Aleph writing in the Zion. That's right. One of many examples. Yeah. Okay. Um, now I wanna I wanna propose. We have time. Okay, just uh, one second. I wanna propose a little bit of a different mahalach. I mean, the maral is explaining it in the level of source Adam. Um, seemingly, there's another mahalach of the names of the name of Hashem Yudke Vavke, where we have always. The Yud is the Hashpah that Hashem sends in. The He is the vessel that receives it. The Vav is the Hashpah that Hashem brings down, all the way down here. And the He again, the second He, is, is what receives that. That's basic 
which please you with those four letters. Should I say that again? Yud is still up here. Okay. Vav is that same thing, but bring it down lower. Okay. What? That's the four letters of Hashem's name. First hey is the is the embodiment or the vessel to receive the the illumination of the letter Yud, and the second hey is the embodiment or the vessel to receive the expression of the letter Vav. The what? What in the in the in the in the person himself? You saying? The first hay would be bina, and the last hay would be machus. Yeah. Bina is the embodiment of 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 your big idea. You had a thought, you had an idea, whatever it is. Now it's gonna I'm gonna actually develop a plan with many many different details. I'm gonna make a a PowerPoint chart. I'm gonna have a presentation ready to go. And then there is the whole execution, building the company and everything, and then finally, you know, making those deliveries or whatever it is, you know, making it happen. Um, so, so in that regard, obviously Hashem being on top, you know, Hashem being our helper, that's way high up. Then uh, the way that that's can somehow be grasped is with a king then the Torah is the also Hashem telling us what to do but not in an abstract way there's a king called Hashem but in the sense of oh there's like a lot of rules that really govern every aspect of our lives that would be the Vav and then again the Jewish people themselves having strength from the direction and guidance of the Torah so there's Hashem up there there's the king who sits on Hashem's king, Hashem's throne down here. Shlomo sat on the throne of Hashem, right? That's the embodiment, so to speak, of the concept there's Hashem up there. And then there's the Torah, which is a bring it lower down, not just knowing there's a God, but actually knowing that God has a desire for how we should run this world. And then the strength that the Jewish people get from that. Another way to look at it. Okay. Great. Thank you.